Hey everybody, welcome back to Cold Toast. I'm Jen Armstrong. In this podcast, we're talking about first loves, teenage angst. This episode was simply inspired by the number one song in the country right now, Driver's License by Olivia Rodrigo. And at face value, the song is a teenage pop hit that bodes songwriting skills and emotional violin strings. But really, listen and you'll find, or at least I found, a vulnerable, relatable song about heartbreak in the complex world of a teenager. The Guardian wrote, The biggest song in the world right now considers two teenage rites of passage, learning to drive and losing your innocence. Ah, I'm such a sucker for words. What a concise way to put this song in perspective. And as a woman who has known such heartache, even as a teenager, this song hit a chord with me because of its honesty, its innocence, and its youth. Concepts that you think go away when you get older. But to my surprise, While raising two daughters who will inevitably experience this kind of heartache, this song was so intrusive for me. So let's talk about it, shall we? I first came across Olivia Rodrigo's song, Driver's License, by accident. I was trying to put my son down for a nap and wanted to stream something slow on our TV. So I clicked on YouTube Music and found her video right there. The title looked familiar. I've seen it on social media, but never cared to actually listen to the song. So I played it, and let's just say, four minutes later, I found myself in tears. Clearly, I was having a day. (laughs) Let's also put aside the fact that I'm just a Pisces and quite emotional. But what the heck just hit me? Why am I crying to a music video? I will say that by nature, I do appreciate art, lyrical muses, and grew up in the 80s when the music video was kind of king of home entertainment. But back to driver's license, the video coupled with the lyrics brought me to a place that was familiar, yet very distant. The song invoked enough emotion in 41-year-old me to take me back to a youthful first heartbreak. You see, I was Olivia once, finally being old enough to drive, but the only place I'd want to drive was past my ex's house, for no good reason either, Um, just so memories could flood my mind and just so I could feel sad. I've driven aimlessly to places that meant something to that said relationship, listening to old love song mixtapes. Driver's license is everything that first heartbreak feels like, and it's definitely something you'd expect from a teenager, feeling those emotions for the first time. And they're big feelings, big feelings in such a little person. 
little in the sense that their world is this small. Their universe, it literally is just their friends, school, and family. And when something tragic happens, they fill it all the way through with no context or reference point to compare it to. It's all very intense. One of the most impactful lines from driver's license is, I know we weren't perfect, but I've never felt this way for no one. And I just can't imagine how you could be so okay now that I'm gone. Ugh, the angst of it all. But that's heartbreak, isn't it? Knowing someone so well, creating memories with someone, spending so much time with someone, then one day you're not. To have the most intimate moments with someone one day, then something climatic happens, destroying that bond, that trust, and then you're strangers. It's a very confusing, lonely place to be mentally. What I would give to tell young Jen that everything will work out. That what she's feeling is simply a speck of dust in a pile of sand. That this will happen again. And that she will be on the other side of it. Breaking someone else's heart. And that you survive. I still have a chance to do that, I suppose. Because my husband and I are bracing ourselves for the inevitable with our daughters who are now nine and almost eight years old. Give it about 10 years and I'll find myself reliving every crushing ounce of hurt that comes with having your heart broken. I am not prepared. For moms out there who have daughters, and I specify daughters and moms because females, (laughs) we're always in our feelings. Love and heartbreak just hit us differently. But for you moms, what do you say? I mean, I remember when I was in high school and my boyfriend left for college. Gosh, I was so sad. I came home from the airport that night after seeing him off and literally cried in my bed all night long. That summer, we spent almost every waking moment together bracing ourselves for the day when he'd had to leave. And when he did leave, it was worse than heartbreak. To be with someone and not have them here with you, that's the worst kind of sadness. Looking back, I think we knew that going long distance, the odds were going to be against us. The trust we had, it would be tested. He was going to be in college and I was still in high school. So many temptations that were going to be the inevitable demise of our relationship. I think that's why I took it so hard. Anyway, I was sobbing in my bed and my mom literally knocked a few times on the wall. Our bedrooms were right next to each other. And she said in her Filipino accent, Stop it already. Go to sleep. You'll be okay. Just go to sleep. (laughs) I love my mom, by the way. But looking back, I realized that my parents weren't the best at 
navigating me through being a teenager. I think I learned a lot of those lessons from my older sister and my older brother and older cousins who I've witnessed have relationships. I think that as a teenager, having a long-term relationship, there was just this amount of pressure on me to just get over it, you know, get over the breakup pretty quickly or get over, you know, your boyfriend not being there. And I wasn't really, you know, comforted through my pain. It was um, like suck it up, buttercup. So I am reminded of that type of, I guess, um, parenting because of my experience. But I think about my girls going through it. And when they do go through it, I think what's important is that they're drowning in emotions and in grief. Um, so pretending that it doesn't exist or, you know, just kind of piling on a ton of diversions is really not the, the best way to kind of helping them through it. Um, because just like death, you know, breakups and heartbreak go through stages, grief stages. I just, you know, encourage parents to let your child feel their feelings. Uh, I wish that I was taught to, you know, be okay with having feelings and to be in my feelings. I mean, not forever, obviously, but to let them take its natural course because time is, you know, really the greatest healer of pain. I just know that it's going to be hard for my kids or to see my kids face such adult emotions at such a young age. You know, I, I will feel thankful, I think, that it's happening while they're under my care or under my roof still so that I could guide them, offer support and help them to establish, I think, healthy coping mechanisms to deal with the heartache. And that's really, you know, the operative phase is healthy coping mechanisms. Um, as difficult as it might be to watch them go through the agony of breaking up with someone, it's most likely going to make them stronger, more mature, and better equipped to navigate future relationships. And that's something that I, I never had, you know, that's something as a teenager going through, um, a major breakup and a long term relationship. I never was equipped with those types of, I guess, tools, emotional tools. Um, so, you know, breakups really can be a path of self-discovery. You know, I think luckily I learned that on my own. Um, and it helps that I back then broke up with someone who was mature as well. Um, that really helps. You know, he and I are actually still really good friends. To this day, the more you learn about relationships and how complicated they can be, you know, the more you learn about yourself, the more you navigate better with future relationships. You know, we all have been through heartache at one point or another in our lives. Um, from an adult perspective, it's always, you know, this too shall pass and you'll be wiser and stronger because of this breakup. 
but your child doesn't know that. And you need to just remind them that they are loved, that that person that they broke up with is not the only person that loved them, that you love them. And that, you know, there's, again, going to be probably instances like this over and over in their lives. And again, there's probably going to be instances where they're going to be the one who's going to break someone's heart. Just talking through the song, Driver's License, and talking through how I dealt with teenage heartbreak and talking through how I'm going to help my own children navigate teenage heartbreak. I think the fact of the matter is you cannot confuse your own path with their destination. A lot of the times parents sort of live vicariously through their children when um, really all you should be doing is validating their feelings, being there to listen and to talk to them, not try to talk them out of feeling bad and not try to criticize, not try to criticize them or their ex. Young love is very dramatic and it can be very tumultuous. But again, that's their world, not your world. Feel free to weigh in on the situation, um, but definitely encourage healthy diversions um, instead of telling them, don't worry, you'll get over it. And, it, you know, I'm reflecting on whether we truly do get over it. I think that our first real heartbreak in life usually happens around the teenage years. And, you know, it really does live with us into adulthood. I mean, we, we process it, you know, we mature out of it, but it is such a formative feeling. And as an adult, there's something strangely comforting about, you know, remembering that feeling. If this song, and I don't know if you guys have heard it yet, but this song, Driver's License, and, um, you know, I'm not trying to tout the song like it's the best song in the world. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just breaking down the song in the framework of heartbreak. And then in the framework of how do you, you know, eventually live through it again as an adult through your children. I guess I'm obsessed with the song in that sense where it's really made me reflective and also made me try to be proactive about whether that time comes or when that time comes. But the song did have a strange effect on me, you know, and that kind of adolescent feeling that I got from it, it's something that I guess as an adult, I do try to protect a little bit. I guess it resonates with me because I was a teenager who had a relationship who had a broken heart and um, watching the video though really put me in context of that song. But while we're on the subject of, you know, past loves and heartbreak, it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes. Um, and I, I, I'm sorry, I, I don't know who to reference the quote to, but the quote is, one of the wisest choices I ever made was to love from afar. No attachment, 
no ego involved, no low frequency desires, just pure gratitude and love. I totally wish I could take credit for this quote because, you know, not a day goes by when I don't miss people. I think eternally I miss loved ones who have departed the earth. Intrinsically, though, I miss people who I may not have a relationship with anymore. And not just exes, I'm talking about, you know, friends or people that you cared about in the past. Maybe it was time, growth, distance, or difference. But one of the things I've learned to practice in time is how to love from afar. Just, you know, really taking the memory of that person and our time together and hold it safely in a small space in my heart. Sometimes life doesn't allow for a relationship to exist anymore, but you must not discount all the experiences and people who have brought you to this point in your life. I always feel like it takes a village to raise a baby, but it takes connection to sustain an adult. With that, I just want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. Um, I think it was an ode to love and past love, uh, real love, teenage love, and reflecting on love and how to not only reflect, but to learn the lesson and pass that lesson on, you know, in this case to my children, who I am (laughs) really not looking forward to the day that they get their hearts broken, but it will happen. Um, But until next time, friends, I hope that you'll come back for another episode of Cold Toast. I do plan on having a awesome guest on very, very soon. And he is someone that I truly, truly love and care for. So stay tuned for that. But until then, take care of yourselves and each other. Thanks for listening.